The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two now streaming only on Disney Plus. This is the Dispatch, an EOTP radio production. My name is Anton Rossigard, and today you are going to be listening to my interview with HV71 Under 20 head coach Patrick Andersson. The interview was conducted back in the end of May, and we are going to be talking about his thoughts on both the HV71 youth development and especially their star prospect Oskar Olaveson. Hello, we are here today with uh, HV71's head coach for uh, for their under-20 team, Patrik Andersson. Patrik, how are you doing? Hi, and thanks for having me. Uh, I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Excited to start a new season. Yeah, uh, we we hope that you're excited. We, we hope as well that the season will be better than it was for, for the HV71's um, senior team, obviously. Um, but maybe this means that more young players will get the chance now that, that uh, the senior team plays in the second tier. Yeah, yeah, hopefully the step is not that big next season, so hopefully more talents can be up there and and try their luck. Agreed. Uh, we are here today to talk about uh, one of your protégés, uh, Oskar Olaason, who is... Uh, who is uh, considered widely considered to be a first-round talent in in the upcoming draft this summer? And uh, I'm just wondering if you are surprised by his development, or have you, as his under twenty head coach, uh, seen uh, this potential for him for a long time? Um, yeah, first of all, not surprised at all. Uh, I've I've had Oscar now for for uh, almost four years, and uh, I saw when I first had him. Three years ago, his first year up in the under twenty team, under eighteen team, he was he was dominating uh, sometimes, and he uh, he was something special. He uh, the way he skates and can transport the puck is was just incredible, and he was dominating most of the games. That's that's when I saw okay, this kid this kid is going to be good. Yeah, I hear what you're saying about his skating ability and his ability to transport the puck. Yeah, would you consider those to be his main strengths as a player uh, in this part of his career? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So, so he's mainly an off the rush player. Do you do you consider him to be more an off the rush player than a possession player? Uh yeah, more an off the rush. I would say. Yeah. Um, what do you think, on the other hand, that he needs to? develop to continue on his trajectory and be- become that sort of high caliber impact player that he has the potential to be at the professional level um yeah obviously he's young and needs to be stronger so one big step that he needs to take is to be strong with the puck uh, especially when it comes to the board play uh needs to put to uh, protect the puck better and be strong on in, in those situations that's one thing and and uh, other than that just be a little bit more mature, take some good uh, good decisions with the puck, 
the whole game and uh and also the uh the uh the defensive game just be good enough to to play uh, play uh, decent defense you know yeah obviously those are aspects that kind of tend to develop as you get older as well right yeah yeah for sure so I think I think next season is gonna is gonna be great for him to play with H three seventy ones with the with the men's team, uh, take that responsible. Yeah, I was gonna ask that. Do you do you do you think that you will have any access to him next season? Uh probably not. I wouldn't say that. Uh, hopefully he's he's gonna be up there and and play really good with with the uh, with the men's team the whole season. That's that's what I hope for. Does it feel like? Does it feel kind of like a son graduating when when a youth player comes through the under twenty team and goes on to play for the men's team? <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, uh, you've had the players for so many years, and it's it's so exciting to be in the stands and watching these kids play when they're up with the men's team. It's 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 really something. It's really really fun to see. Yeah, uh, Oscar obviously had an impressive start even to last season. He uh, he got to play with the senior squad in HV71 for for 16 games and uh, combined that with being the kind of dominant force that um, that he has shown that he can be on the under 20 level in your team. Um, did you notice a difference in the maturity of his game when he uh, later in the season came down to play in the J20 national after playing in the SHL? Um, I would say that, um, uh, he, um, uh, first of all, when he was up with the men's team, he, he, uh, he got that little maturity to take some better responsibility with the puck and take good decisions. Um, I would say that he, um, he learned how to play men's hockey and, uh, and, uh, I think he also brought that back. Uh, one, two to juniors after after that, so he he learned he learned a lot those sixteen games that he played. Yeah, th- that is fascinating. Like in general, with younger prospects, because obviously every minute they get at the senior level, they will develop once they get the chance to take a step down again. Uh, you will notice yeah, yeah. that they they carry themselves different. Mm-hmm. I remember that I agree, I agree. just as a Canadians fan, I remember like um, Jesper Kotkaniemi, the Finn, who was drafted third overall. He had a difficult mm-hmm. sophomore season in the NHL, so Montreal sent him down to Laval, their AHL affiliate, for 10 games, and he just dominated. It was just too easy for him at that level all of a sudden. It's so even if he was struggling at the, the highest level, the second highest level yeah. became obviously much easier. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was thinking about you and HV seventy one. You have an impressive youth program, especially during the last years. Um, during the five last five drafts, you've seen ten players from the HV seventy one youth program get drafted. Um, as an organization, you also have had at least one player drafted every year since twenty fourteen, which is impressive. Um, among your program graduates, we see players like Eric Brandstrom of Ottawa Senators. We see David Gustafsson, Hugo Alnefelt, Emil Andrea, and uh, Jacob Moverare, um, who are all currently under contract with NHL franchises. What is the secret to your recent success as a youth program? Um, that's a good question, but I think it all starts with uh, with the process where when we're gonna find the players to to bring them into hv71 uh that started we had a 
we had a skilled and good uh, junior scout. His name is Marcus Fingo Snow. Now works for the Seattle Kraken. So congrats to the Krakens. Uh, he uh, he had a good eye to to see these young talents and brought them in together with with some some other coaches in the organization. But that's that's a good start to to really see them these players in young in young age too and bring them in and give them to us coaches so we can work with them uh, every day. And uh, we've had a lots of and lots of coaches, many coaches. We had a. Uh, eight coaches in the morning, morning passes every morning. Uh, so we can really focus on the individual skills. That's been the, the main thing for our players, the, the, uh, the, under, the individual skills. So you think, and then, yeah, I was just going to ask in consideration to that, do you think it's more important uh, nowadays to develop skill than to develop size at an early age? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, you see how the hockey is now, and you need you need skill. You need to be skilled in, in every in every type of of game, and uh, so the skill is very important. But still, you can't you can't forget about the strength and the, and the hard hard practice. Also, it's a it's a combination combination about that. Yeah, uh, you you have one prospect, for example, in Sion Nybeck, who is obviously. A lot that player who is very skilled uh, doesn't really have yeah. the size, and for Montreal Canadiens fans, uh, has the same heights uh, around the same heights as Cole Caulfield, for example. Um, we saw that mm-hmm. he he dropped in the draft last year to, uh, I think it was the fourth round, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's obviously a player who is thought highly of in HV seven one. Just, just randomly, what 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 do you think? Um, do you think it's possible to still um, have a great career at the highest level with the lack of size if you are skilled enough? Oh yeah, for sure. I think so. Uh, I would never tell a player that is too small that he's not going to make it. I mean, you got to find need to find other ways, and uh, by being better with the skills, you can come you can come far. Yeah, and I was thinking, like, obviously HV71, as I mentioned at the start, is currently a club in grief. Um, the men's team were relegated to Hockey Allsvenskan earlier this spring, yeah, yeah. Uh, very surprisingly for a lot of play, a lot of players and, and a lot of fans. Um, and if we take aside all the negative aspects of playing in a, at a lower tier with a lesser budget and all the cuts you have to make, it it is normal to see young prospects get loaned out from the SHL to clubs in Hockey Allsvenskan to gain experience and more playing time. Something which also happened to Oscar Olaason, for example, this season, he went to play for Södertälje. Um, could this season be a possibility for HV71 to reboot with the help of your successful youth program and really give the young players a chance to thrive in a professional setting that is perhaps a little more forgiving than the SHL? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, now, like I said before, now the the step is closer for the kids, and uh, they need to uh, to be at the rink every day and work hard and and uh, be ready when they when they uh, get their chance. And uh, like I said, now the door is is very close to them. Now we don't have to send them to to other towns in, in, in Sweden. Now we have the just a few feet away from our locker room, and so it's the door is closer. So uh, we used need to keep 
keep having our good junior program and, and uh, develop these guys and make them ready. So when they get the chance, just they they <clears throat> they need to take it. It's going to be fascinating to follow HV71 this season. Um, I, yeah. I understand that a lot of fans don't want to see the team in Hockey Allsvenskan, but considering your youth program and everything, it's going to be interesting to see what, what you can actually do when these when these guys get a more yeah permanent permanent opportunity, when it's not life and death the same way it's in the SHL. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of your success with young players... Um, Last autumn, while the Canadian Youth Leagues were still on hold for the season due to Corona, um, you and HD71 were joined by what is presumed to be the first overall pick in the 2023 NHL Draft, uh, Vancouver native Connor Bedard. Uh, we can see his statistics from the games he played with you guys, and we can see his statistics from the games that he has since played in the WHL, but... What did you as a coach see with Bedard that makes him such a unique prospect at just 15 years of age? Compete level. Uh, right on. Um, it was so fascinating to see because he, uh, he was here for two months and just practicing. And uh, on the practices, he, he, was, he was competing. When he had the puck, uh, he was competing. If he lost the puck, he was competing. I've never seen such thing like that before when he lost the puck to to win, have the uh, have the mentality to you, you want to win the puck back, and uh, he was that was incredible to see. And uh, the rest of the players that we have, they they saw that and took after him. So it was good for Connor being here and to to get some good practices, and, but it was also very good for our talents here to see to see Connor in 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 real life and practice with him with him every day and. Uh, learn from from each other but uh, his compete level was was perfect yeah, it's so fascinating what you say because obviously he has otherworldly talent at just 15 years of age we've seen him dominate in the whl um but just what you say about his mental toughness and and just his level of of competitiveness because that is sometimes maybe maybe it gets lost uh, as well with these guys like Connor McDavid and Sidney Crosby guys who are supposed to be just the top tier of of all hockey talent yeah mm-hmm. and just how they compete every single every single opportunity uh, to become yeah. the best and um, have you noticed that has it after Connor left you, um, has it continued to be that way that everyone is kind of like more fierce and know what they have to do to reach those top levels? Uh, yeah, I would say so. And even if if some players don't compete good enough, it's it's a uh, it's a good thing to remind them of. You remember when Connor was here? You remember how he competed? And uh, so we're we are as an organ as an organization, we were very happy to have Connor here and. And uh, it was a great time for him being here. How how did he even come up? Um, why why did he come to HV seventy one of all clubs? Uh, I think it was his agents uh, who called some Swedish agents. I'm not sure, so I, uh, but I think it was he wanted to come to a program that is that is good, and I would say that we have one of the best programs in the country. So he he ended up here. Yeah, that is obviously a, a good good grade for for you guys as well as a coaching staff when a presumed yeah, first yeah, overall sure. pick comes to comes to your organization to 
to practice and and play a few games um, when when mm-hmm. the home season hasn't started. Um, speaking of youth talent, uh, you yourself joined HV seventy one in twenty sixteen, right? Uh, yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, and that was you were only twenty six, I believe, at the time. Um, yeah, yeah, and injuries had forced you to quit your own hockey career at just twenty three, twenty four years old. Um, but you played a year of OHL hockey in Canada with uh, the Kitchener Rangers, and uh, then you played almost a hundred games in hockey Allsvenskan after that. What did you learn during your stint in Kitchener that uh, you can use now as a young head coach uh, for one of the most successful youth programs in Sweden? Um, <clears throat> it's uh, it's totally different. Sorry, it's uh, it's a huge difference between the the. Uh, The junior hockey in Canada and junior hockey in Sweden. First of all, uh, I would say more for me now. It's it's a long time since I was there, uh, but what I noticed is it was more like of a business uh, over over in the the OHL. Uh, you play every game to 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 win every game. Uh, obviously, we play here also to win, but here we we focus a, a lot of of developing. The players, so not every game is most. It's not the most important game to win. Uh, we also we focus, like I said, a lot of the of the talents. So uh, and that um, could sometimes take away a little bit of the winning winning the winning thing of the of the games. But uh, uh, back to the question, the biggest difference. I would say my you play you play a lot easier in that with a smaller rink. Uh, you don't take as many risks uh, with the puck, um, and that's something that I that I remember. And it was not that fun to play, and it was not that developing for me. Uh, I I want to have players that that uh, they want to play the puck and be be creative and and grow every day uh, to be and be uh, comfortable with the puck. Uh, so. For me, that's that's one of the biggest biggest uh, difference. Uh, the play with the puck. Uh, here, here we play. Here we want to keep the puck, and over there we want to just make it as easy as possible. So it's more risk averse when you play at a small yeah, rink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it's interesting what you say as well because obviously, as an affiliate club, like affiliate, but at, as a U20 program for a professional club your main goal is to develop these guys into the best possible men's squad players that you possibly can. Yeah. While in the OHL, yeah. the Q, the WHL, there's a slight difference in, in how you develop. You, I mean, you, 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 have, you have owners who want the teams to succeed in a different way. Exactly, exactly. Uh, do you still keep in touch with anyone from Canada? Um, yeah, I still have a very good contact with uh, with the Billets family that I stayed at uh, the Dobb family uh, was an amazing year to live there and stay there and they they really took care of me and they have uh, they visited me here in Sweden twice mm-hmm. so we're keeping in touch nowadays it's so easy easy with uh, with the smartphone and send a snapchat every day you know and uh, <laughs> so it's pretty easy to to keep contact yeah It is. I, I know. I've I've spent a couple of months in Canada myself, and uh, it's just it's just nice to have that connection for for life, really. When you've been young and yeah, you've been yeah. over, yeah. 
I want to thank you so much, Patrick, for uh, for joining the uh, the dispatch here in uh, Ice on the Price Radio. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and uh, I wish you all the best for the thank upcoming you. season and the preseason. Now it's going to be it's going to be uh, a lot of strength training, I can believe, for for the young players to really develop into taking that next step. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Patrick. Well, thank you for calling. Thank you for calling. Once again, I would like to conduct my thanks to Patrick Andersson, the head coach of the HV71's under-20 team, uh, for agreeing to do an interview and to talk both about Oscar Laws on the HV71 youth development program and also the surprise arrival of Connor Bedard last fall. It was a real pleasure and I hope that you enjoyed the interview as much as I did. This has been the Dispatch and EOTP Radio production. I am Anton Asagod.